Man, I'm tired of working for other people, man. I'm about to make a switch to an entrepreneur. Who with it? I'm most definitely with it. Listen, man, the powers that be don't want you to wake up and get out that everyday rat race. They want to make workers, not entrepreneurs. So you know I'm with it, man. All right, so, man, so let's get to it. Go ahead and make this extra money and switch it over. Let's get it. Let's get it. episode of grind hustle live this is episode two to be exact we got a special guest we got my brother mike brown how you hey, doing hold on hold on hold on hold on you gotta remember this he's one of the owners of the hardest llc's i ever heard the commission that's hard and on top of that each hard, one teach hard. one non-for-profit program so we're gonna get into it sales you can take the floor hey man listen mike brown man i just want to know a little bit about where you're from your background a little bit what you got going on to tell the people today so my name is Mike Brown. I'm from the Jersey Shore, Neptune, to be exact. Um, I started this business journey after I graduated from Morgan State with a business administration degree. Mm. When I graduated, I couldn't find a job. That led me to being a substitute teacher, which then led me to starting a nonprofit. Nice, okay. nice, okay. nice, nice, nice. And, um, um, you know, that's definitely, that's dope. That's, a, that's good. Um, now, uh, tell me a little bit about, uh, like, how did you, like, get into it? Like, what made you get into it? Like, what inspired you to get into that? The love for the kids. I realized that I love kids when I started doing the, uh, the sub substitution. These kids, they always came to me for everything because it's not, it's not every day you see a black male in the school. So these kids are come to my classroom, ask me a bunch of questions. And I found that I needed to impact, I wanted to impact their lives outside the classroom setting. A lot of students don't respect teachers because they feel like teachers are only there because they're getting paid. So I want to show mm -hmm. them that there's people here that love them without a check, without a check involved. So yeah. that's what made me yeah. want to start a nonprofit. Okay, so you said, um, you know, a lot of students come up to you talking, you know, expressing themselves to you like they problems. Mm -hmm. And uh, another thing you said, uh, children uh, inside the classroom think that uh, a teacher don't really understand where they're coming from. Like, what type of methods did you use to try to, like, reach out to the child to get them to understand you better? I used my experiences in school. I was, I wasn't the best student. I was on the on the other side of the tell me about it. Yeah, on the other yeah, side yeah. but we i also <laughs> but i also but i also got good grades and was mm -hmm. in in the smart classes the honors classes so i i know the whole side of the spectrum from the failing to all A's. so i could uh i use my experiences and the things i went through cuz i know what they're going through so mm -hmm. we could connect in that way okay i know i know which way they can go which ways they can go the good way and the bad way so we can have conversations on that okay right. okay so now um, you said you got a nonprofit. So how did how did you get into that? The internet, honestly, because in my town there really wasn't a lot of people with nonprofits. I didn't know any, so I had to do my research. I had to. I thought it was harder than it was. Mm. Honestly, I thought it was 
lawyers involved and things like that. But it was pretty it was pretty simple when you when you look it up. Mm-hmm. All you have to do is yeah. go into that part too. You want me to go in that part too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. So I um first thing I did was I, I searched the business name, each one teach one. It's a it's a common phrase, so I thought that the name was taken. Yeah. Every time you you register a business, you have to search uh, the state to make sure no one else has the name. So the first thing I did was search the name, each one, teach one. Yeah, I heard what he said. Search the name first. Make sure nobody else got it so you don't get sued on the back end. Uh, I don't so mean to cut you off. So one basket, and then all of a sudden the name's not there. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I, I searched the name. It was available. So I... Uh, I registered the nonprofit $125 in the state of New Jersey. Mm. The next thing I did was, most people don't do this, but I wanted the Instagram name, each one teach one, with no no uh, underscores, no nothing, because I found that it was easier to brand. And when people type in each one teach one, I want them to find me. So someone someone else had the uh, the name. So what I did was I DM'd them, tossed them a couple dollars, and they gave me the name. <laughs> I want to stop you right there. I want to stop you right there. So to the audience, you heard what he just said. He was met with the problem. Instead of stopping and just saying, man, I just got to switch it up, he made a solution. He reached out to the person. They made an arrangement, and now he has the Instagram name. So whenever you come into these situations in real life, don't just stop every time a roadblock comes. Find a way to get around that roadblock. Sometimes what's my model? What's my model? What's your model? Uh, There are no problems. It's just solutions. No excuses, because I don't want to hear not one. It's always a way to get around, jump over, run through. Anything that comes in your life that be able to provide yourself as a roadblock, trust and believe is a way around it. Right. And you're not the first one that did it. So just sit there, think about it. If you really want it, you can achieve it. But that's all on you. So my motto is no excuses. You know, so and my boy Derek motto is stay active. Stay active at all times. Stay and my active. motto is, man, don't get caught doing it. <laughs> All right, so uh, going back to what you were saying, you said that you was able to uh, actually reach out to the person in the DM and say, hey, look, I'm going to give you a couple of dollars. Let me be able to get that because you find out that just having a straight name um, makes it easier for people to find you on Instagram, which is an important tool for marketing. And what else do you do after that? So um, just because you registered your business with the state don't mean you automatically have a nonprofit. You have a nonprofit with the state. But most important, you need a nonprofit with the IRS. That way, like when people give you donations, you could they could write it off in their taxes, and that way you don't have to pay taxes every year. Mm-hmm. So you have to uh, fill out a form called the 1023. So there's two ways to do it. You got the 1023, and you got the 1023 EZ. EZ is the easiest version of it. So with the 1023, the regular one, you might have to go through lawyers. It's a a long process. But with the 1023EZ, that states that you're not gonna you're not gonna get a gross income of fifty thousand more than fifty thousand dollars per year for the first three years. So most people's nonprofit for the first year, they don't get more than fifty thousand dollars. And you'll get the 1023EZ way shorter than you'll get the uh, ten, the regular 1023. 1023 probably a year, some change. 1023EZ is probably a couple of weeks. So. Mm. In my opinion, it's better to do the 1023 just to start out, and then if anything, you just upgrade to 1023. And what would be the process of you being able to change it from the 1023 AZ to the regular 1023? You just got to go on the IRS website. Okay, cool. And fill it out. 
So um, all the forms that you just go on irs.com, you could be able to find the form. irs.gov. Yeah. .gov? Mm -hmm. Okay. And you'll be able to fill a form out and proceed from there. Proceed from there. Nice. And what's usually the contact window of when you fill a form out, is it a year from now they contact you or do they update you as far as the process or you can go back on after you create like an account or something to see if it's going through like it's supposed to? So the 1023 only took a couple weeks, so it really okay. wasn't no updating because I didn't even think it was going to come that that early, but yeah. within a couple, within, within three weeks, I got it back, so okay. it was really no update that I had to do. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, now, okay. now um, what are some of the uh, pitfalls or what are some of the things that you would tell people to look out for, or things that you've gone through? Uh, that may cause any type of like roadblocks when you're trying to do a nonprofit. Like, what kind of situations have you come encounter with that you had to find a solution for going through? If any, you have to make sure that you have everything written out. Everything written out. Your intentions, your purpose, your mission statement, your vision, so that everyone knows everything. Everything is clear. And you got to make sure that you know whether this is going to be something full-time, whether it's going to be something part-time, whether this is going to be something sporadic, and that you hold yourself to that. Because if you don't, sometimes it'll, it'll cause, cause issues, issues for you. Like, me personally, I, I do things sporadically. So I do things as I see fit. I'm not the person to have something scheduled every so often. So if I want to do a, a back to school event, I do it. And that's, that has its ups and it has its downs because once you do something, people start expecting it. Mm -hmm. So you do something one time and they like, when well, you gonna do something else? When well, you gonna do something else? When well, you gonna do something else? And if you don't plan for that, it kind of look bad. Or if they don't know, it's like, you know, he just does things once every two years. Or they don't look at you, they don't take like your nonprofit as serious as it should be. All right. So, um, you know, as far as with the uh, each one teach one, um, what are some of the challenges that you've encountered while doing a not-for-profit? Uh, the challenges I've encountered were getting the right team together, getting everyone who, were, who was motivated and had the same desires as me, mm. someone whose who's vision matched the vision of the nonprofit, whose mission matched the mission of the nonprofit. Um, it's been six years, and wow. I still haven't found a concrete team. I've found individuals who work good for certain for certain events and certain for a certain time period. But getting someone con getting concrete individuals who I could say um, they work for the commission or they're a part of the commission that's been hard. So pretty much having the right foundation is like a big part of what you got going on. Yes, right. definitely. All right. And um, the one thing I wanted to ask, oh man, about the hardest LLC name I ever heard, the commission. So, the what you started the commission for? Uh, I came up with the commission. Well, the commission, the name, the commission came from uh, Puff Daddy's No Way Out CD. They had the song Victory, and Big Big was talking about the commission. And, I, and ever since that, I wanted the uh, I wanted the name. I told myself, whenever I have a business, the name is going to be the commission. Fifteen years later, here we are. It's the commission. Mm -hmm. So, so you got the name commissioned. Dope name, by the way. Fire name. I on your journey with your yeah uh, entrepreneurship and stuff like that. What are some of the challenges you went through when you got the name the commission? Like with your business. All right. So challenges were 
because the name was so popular, it was hard to distinguish me as the commission from the millions of other commissions out there. Mm -hmm. So once again, I had to find a commission on Instagram yeah. and Twitter and Facebook and toss them a little cash to get the name. So when you go on Instagram and you go on Twitter and you just type in the commission, at the commission, no underscores, no nothing, I'm the one that comes up. Nice. So. Nah, that's dope. That's definitely It's a price dope. for everything. It's, a, it's cost to do business, man. So, uh, and another, another, my biggest issue was getting the first person to let me help them with their business. Mm. Because you don't have, you don't have a track record, so it's like, even if you want to do it for free, some people don't take you seriously, so. You don't have nothing to fall back on. You just got to And this is a pushing. branding, I don't mean to cut you off, but this is a branding deal that you're trying to help somebody with, or like, what would the deal? It's like, I find a small business. Yeah. Right. I look. I help them. I look at their small business. I say, all right, because a lot of people, we're in an age where I, where everyone wants to be an entrepreneur. A lot yeah. of people want to be entrepreneurs, but they don't know where to start. So, they come, they have an idea. We come up with a name. We get a logo. We get a uh, we we get a website, Instagram, Facebook, things like that to help brand their business. Okay. So, so it's a branded deal. Yeah. You're like marketing, marketing and everything. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When was marketing? So like with. Because you help different businesses. And what I wanted to touch on, because a lot of times that people don't really expound on certain things. So people think LLC, but don't know what a sole proprietorship is. They don't know what a limited liability company is. Uh, they don't know, you know even, even with us, because when we started, yeah. the difference between the S Corp and the C Corp, yeah. you know, we were designing or are designing the app and different things like that. And we designed it the wrong way as far as like the formation of it into an LLC, because that won't be good in the long term with shares, shareholders, and different things like that. So I just wanted to, you know, just like you would, you know, when you help somebody brand themselves or put them in the right direction, let's say, for example, like, what's the difference between, like, an LLC and a sole proprietorship? All right, so sole proprietor and the LLC is, are the two most popular for small businesses, like local small businesses in my area. Um, sole proprietorship is you, all right? There's no distinct there's no difference between your sole proprietorship and you so if you do something and you were to get sued the money will come from you your personal assets house all that stuff hmm? so like your house if you get sued yeah if you get sued yeah they could take your house yeah uh limited library a limited liability company uh, llc that protects you right that's a separate entity so if someone sues you, they can only get what the LLC has. Also, during tax time, when you do, when you have a sole proprietorship, all of it gets added into your income. When you have an LLC, that's separate, right? So that you you pay taxes separate for your LLC if mm -hmm. you choose to pay taxes. Okay. So, like, what would be a good example of like what's good for? Uh, what would be a good business to have, like, a sole proprietorship? Or do you feel as though that's something that people should mainly stay away from when dealing with businesses because you're liable? Or, and what would be a good business for an LLC? I don't recommend sole proprietorships because you want to be, you don't want to be liable for anything. Something as small as jewelry, for instance, right? Somebody could be allergic to something, to the material of the jewelry, break out or something happen, and they, they try to sue you. So you gotta be, you gotta stay, you gotta stay safe. You don't wanna be held liable for anything with the LLC. Whatever the LLC has, that's all they could take, if anything. Mm -hmm. All right. Okay. 
and like in our case, uh, because we didn't understand that, you know, we did do an LLC, we didn't do a sole proprietorship, but still, for one of our businesses, it didn't really fit um, because we developed an app. And with an app, with an LLC, you can only be between us, like right. the me, him, and whoever we put as a percentage. But with an app, you know, eventually you want to try to sell shares. Mm-hmm, sell shares. And what happened is that we found out later on LLC is not good for that. We had to go with either like an S Corp or, or C Corp. Right. Yeah, and we just wanted to know like uh, like the difference between the S and the difference between the C Corps. Uh, usually I don't deal with S Corps and C Corps, mm-hmm. but I know that uh, with the S Corp, you could, you could kind of run it like you run in the LLC yeah. and also give shares. A C Corps, those are the big businesses you see like IBM, Microsoft, Businesses that intend to go public in the future, mm-hmm. get shares, get uh, IPO and things like that. Yeah, so like that's that's what even we found out, and that's why I tell everybody like doing a journal and being a, a journey of being an entrepreneur, you're gonna run into certain things, you're gonna run into different ways. Be like, dang, I wasted money. And what this whole thing is about is like we're trying to get people to avoid as many landmines as possible. So like if you're gonna do something, like she said, like if you feel as though you're gonna be able to make like a big business, like a Apple. Or like a Microsoft or something that you feel as though you want to share shares of your company and go public, then you want to stick with a C corp. If you want to do something like you know a small clothing line or a store, bodega, a restaurant, different things like that, then you want to roll with a, a LLC and stay away from sole proprietorship. Really, because like he said, you don't really recommend it because you're liable and the assets, you know, the income of the property, you got to pay additional taxes on top of whatever you're earning if you have a nine to five. Alright, so everybody, what we're trying to promote the same way in our first episode when we had the brother on here talking about people coming out of prison and they actually honing skills to be able to become a plumber, to be able to become a carpenter. Guess what? You have to market yourself. If no one knows you exist, there's going to be no knocks on the door. So you need people like him to be able to help brand you, to be able to help teach you, especially people that just came out of jail. A lot of people don't have social media skills or just people just starting in general. You could be an older gentleman that don't know, older lady, or you could just be somebody that don't know. Just like we were. We had to know, learn about social media, learn how to set up the platform, and time is money. So at the end of the day, you can either spend the money, right, or you can spend the time. And when you're trying to get yourself to a place faster, you need a strong team behind you. So if you go by yourself, you can get there faster. But trust me, if you go with a team, you'll be able to go further. So I want to ask you a couple of things about your social media so people can be able to get in contact with you and they can put you on a team to be able to help drive that engine that's going to get them to that final destination. All right, so you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at The Commission. That's T-H-E-C-O-M-M-I-S-S-I-O-N. No underscores, no nothing else. And each one, each one, that's the at E-A-C-H-O-N-E-T-E-A-C-H-O-N-E on Instagram. On the website, each1teach1.org. Now, you said you've been going at this for six years, and, um, you know, you've been on your journey. So if you had a chance to go back and ask your 18-year-old self a question, what advice would you give yourself? Take your time. Take your time. time. Don't rush. Just take your time. You don't have to perfect everything. Just take your time. Do it at your pace. You don't got to look at what everyone else is doing. Just stay in your lane and take your time. All right. Mm. Good to do. Nice, nice, nice. Well, uh, Mike Brown, man, you got a lot of great things going on. I really respect the fact that you're out there trying to make a difference and change the youth because that's what our future is. So mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So shout out to the commission. Shout out to each one, teach one. And uh, is there any last 
things that you have to say before we close this thing out for you? Um, there's opportunity. There's opportunities within rejection. Mm. So if you if you get rejected, don't give up. There's opportunities that could lie within there. Well, there you have it, man. Oh, uh, oh hold on, hold on, Shells, hold on, hold on. Uh oh, uh oh, hold on. We are letting Derek get off of the hook. I forgot all of. About this. Uh-oh. Right. Let's because go. this man is trying to stay in the corner and not really get the camera on him because sometimes those lights get on him and he start acting funny. Grind time with D. Let's go. Oh, Grind time oh, yeah, with yeah, D. Yeah, yeah. Grind time with D. This is oh, my yeah. segment right oh, here. Yeah, oh, go. yeah. Right, yeah, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is, uh, this is something that uh, me and the brothers came up with. Um, it's a segment that we call on the show. It's called Grind Time with D. And uh, Grind Time with D is I want to know what was the moment that you had took uh, a little bit what you had and made something with it and flipped your grind into a hustle. Took a little bit of what I had? Yeah, like I, you took the least of what you had and did the most with it. Oh, and this then, was recent. This was recent. Okay. I had, um, I had, I was doing a pop-up shop, mm. right? So I was doing a pop-up shop and um, the venue, the venue only wanted $100 deposit. So I had $100 in my pocket. I gave them the $100. So the building was mine. So what I did was I got vendors to pay $75, $100 to be in the pop-up shop. So I didn't have to pay the, uh, I didn't have to pay the venue till two weeks before. I didn't have to pay them the remaining balance. Mm. So actually the people actually paid for the venue besides my $100. So it took me $100 to make a whole event. Mm. There you have oh, it. Oh, nice. And there man. you have it, man. That's how you put the grind into a hustle. Well, and, listen. And just to not cut you off, I just want to say one other thing. Like, that's the thing that he has said that I wanted to highlight. Where people actually always think that it takes a lot to be able to get a lot done, and it don't. Only thing it do is takes innovation and it takes concentration. You concentrate on your tries and you'll be able to come up with innovative, innovative solutions. Because a lot of people. When that door would have came in their face, slamming their face, and that's that money coming towards them, which is $1,200, $1,500. Like, oh, I don't, I don't have that, man. I work a nine to five. I, I don't got that to be giving out. I have to pay rent. I got to do this. I got to do that. He seen the opportunity. He was like, you know what? All right, cool. I can be able to put vendors in my space to be able to pay for the remaining balance and also keep my profit. So, like, we have to stop stopping every time we get met with adversity and a door slamming our face because another one is always going to be there to open. And guess what? If you really focus and you really are grinded, like we're trying to promote, you make your own door. So, like I always say, keep going, never stop, and then I pass it back over the shells. But just remember that there's always an innovative way to be able to get yourself to the top. And with that being said, well, can I say something real quick? Of I apologize. You can. Of um, course you can. I always told myself if I had the opportunity, I have to thank a couple people. If that's okay. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tanya and Jackie Sweet. Uh, Yolanda Jones and Natalie Grant, because those were the first people who donated to my nonprofit. Without my nonprofit, Shout I wouldn't have to. Without my Shout nonprofit, I wouldn't have the the confidence to do an LLC, and none of this would be here possible. Shout out to so, them, man. Shout out to them, them. Queens, right there. Absolutely. Shout out to them. Thank you. So at the end of the day, if a door closes, you kick it open. If a roadblock comes, you keep it strolling, man. And that's the end of the day, man. So that's at the dope. end of the day, man. We want to thank you for coming out here and thank you for providing me with the opportunity and the platform. I thank appreciate you. it. Thank absolutely, you for the juice, brother. Thank you for the juice. And there you have it, man. Episode two: Grind, hustle, live. First, you find your grind, then you turn it into a hustle. So you live life how you want to. And there you have it, man. Till next time.